Hi there, this is Harry and welcome back to my lesson and podcast. And you can uh, listen to the podcast or you can watch it on my YouTube channel, whichever suits you best. And remember, if there's anybody you know that you think would like this, well, why don't you give them the contact details and they can join us as well. I'll give you my contact details at the end of this so you'll have them there to, to pass on. Okay, so what am I going to talk to you about today? Well, what I thought I would talk to you about are nationalities and in particular some expressions and idioms that we use using the names of certain countries. Okay, and uh, hopefully they'll mean something to you and I'll give you an explanation. So let me read them to you first and then I'll go through them one by one. To go Dutch. It's all Greek to me. An Indian summer. Pardon my French. A Dutch uncle. Mexican standoff. And then another one from Mexico. A Mexican or the Mexican wave. To take French leave. Spanish practices. And finally, Russian roulette. Okay, so let me go through them and give you the examples. And hopefully you'll explain uh, or you'll understand what they mean when I explain them to you. And you might come across them in, in books or in movies, so you just have a, a better understanding what they mean and then how to use them. So, to go Dutch. Well, Dutch is about the Netherlands and Holland. And, but when we say to go Dutch, it means when we go out on a date with somebody, we split the bill 50-50. Now, in some countries, there's the expectation when a man invites a, a woman for a date that he will pay everything. But in some countries, we do go Dutch, certainly in the UK and in Ireland. If you go out on a date and you're not a sort of a, a couple as yet, maybe it's the f first few dates, then they almost certainly go Dutch, mostly because men and women are now both working. And usually, not always, they're both earning an equal amount of uh, money if they're sort of around the same age and the same sort of profession. So to go Dutch is quite easy and it's quite commonplace. So if you want to go Dutch, then you will split the bill. And usually somebody will say, well, will we split the bill or will we go Dutch? So they'll use either of those expressions. Okay. It has no other meaning other than just until you establish a relationship, then, you know, somebody would like to make sure that they're not taking advantage of somebody else. So they offer to pay for their half of the meal or their ticket at the, the movies, whatever it will be. Okay, so to go Dutch. When we say it's all Greek to me, it means we don't understand really anything about it. So you could be looking at a document, it could be a, a legal document, and it might not be your particular area of expertise, and you're throwing papers around and turning them over and say, oh, I, I don't know, I don't know any of this, it's all Greek to me, meaning it could might as well be written in Greek because you're not going to be able to understand it, yeah? So you could be looking at it for for hours and days and it still wouldn't make any difference so perhaps we need to get somebody in who's going to explain it uh, to us or perhaps your colleague will take you through it step by step so it becomes a little clearer. I, I don't know about these instructions about putting IKEA furniture together it's all Greek to me so if you're not good with your hands or you're not good in DIY you know you're looking at the, the, the pictures and you're not sure have you got it up the right way or not? So it's all Greek to me. It used to be the way when I was trying to help my kids with Lego. Lovely to look at Lego when it's finished, but I really was not not so good at putting the different pieces together. So for me, it was all Greek to me. 
an Indian summer. Well, we're just at the beginning of summer now, so it's a long way away from being an Indian summer, hopefully. But an Indian summer is usually those extra couple of uh, weeks at the end of the normal summer that where we get the really hot spell. So it could be the middle to the end of September or even into early October when you get that stretch in the summer, some extra summer days that you weren't quite expecting. And say, oh, it's great to have a, an Indian summer. The beginning of the summer was really poor. The weather was terrible. But now we've got that uh, little bit of warmth still in the air. When you wake up in the morning, the sun is still shining. The temperatures are in the high teens or early 20s. So it makes you really feel good. And it's giving you that extra bit of warmth before you get into those colder mornings of the autumn. So it's a real Indian summer. And if you switch on the news, you might see the headlines. And the UK this week is set to enjoy the continuation of an Indian summer. So a reference to warmer weather, Indian summers. Pardon my French. So when we use this expression, pardon my French, it usually means we're going to say something that's slightly rude or use a word that not, might not be perhaps nice in, in certain conversations, okay? And say, well, you know, oh shit, well, look, sorry, pardon my French. I didn't really mean to say that, but, you know, so it's the only word that fits the occasion or you know, when you're just about to say something really rude, sorry, pardon my French, I didn't mean to say that. So we excuse ourselves for language that we use or we are about to use that some people might find a little bit of offensive. Yeah. Okay. So when we want to, to be that way, then we, we apologize usually in advance. Pardon my French. And then we say it. So we've given the apology. Then we use the word and then everything passes on normally. So pardon my French. Dutch uncle. Well, Dutch uncle is where somebody gives you very, very specific, very, very certain, very, very meaningful, but very uh, direct advice. Okay. So now if we have an uncle or an aunt or somebody that, you know, uh, has a lot of respect for us or love for us, they, they might help us, but they normally might not be so honest in their opinion. Okay. But when we have words that are given to us as somebody acting as a Dutch uncle, it means they're going to be really honest and they might tell you something you really don't want to hear, but it's the truth. Uh, so it's very, very direct. So we use that expression, a Dutch uncle. So they're acting anything like a real uncle, of course, because they would might be a little bit more protective of our feelings. But when somebody's giving us advice, then it's from the heart, it's meaningful, but absolutely direct, absolutely honest. And as I said, you might not want to hear it. Okay, that's a Dutch uncle. Mexican standoff. Well, if you love um, cowboy movies as I do, and you've watched all the old cowboy movies with John Wayne or where after him, Clint Eastwood, well, you'll know what a, a Mexican standoff is. It's about uh, gunmen in the one at one end of the street, the other at the other end of the street, both of them looking at each other, waiting to see who's going to, to draw their gun first to take the, the advantage. Uh, so that could be a little bit of a Mexican standoff when somebody is waiting for somebody else to act first. Okay. So from a business perspective, we often use the expression a Mexican standoff when nobody's prepared to take the first move. So you're at one end of the telephone, waiting for it to ring, for somebody to say, yes, we're going to do the deal, or no, we're not. And the other person, your opponent, is at the other end of the telephone line, 
doing the exact same. They're waiting for the phone to ring for you to say the deal is on or the deal is off. Nobody willing to make the first move. So we say, well, it's a bit of a Mexican standoff at the moment. So nobody is willing to move. And when somebody does move, well, of course, things will fall into place, but somebody has to make the, the first move. So at the moment, it's a bit of a Mexican standoff. It could be a negotiation between employers and employees. The employees are refusing to work. The employers want them to get them back to work. The employees want more money. The employers have offered something, but not quite what the employees want. So at the moment, there's a bit of coming and going and uh, nobody is yet willing to step forward and make a compromise so they might report it in the paper as a bit of a Mexican standoff both parties waiting for the other party to come forward and take some action Mexican standoff and of course as I said we have another way the Mexican wave and this is nothing to do with business or anything else purely entertainment factor if you watch I love football as I do, and you you watch uh, some particularly World Cup matches. You'll see the Mexican wave, and when sometime during the match, when there were crowds al uh, allowed in the matches, and there was a break, perhaps the 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 players had stopped because somebody's injured. Somebody in the crowd would start the me Mexican wave. They'd all stand up like this, and they would go around the stadium. And every time one part of the stadium put up their, their arms, everybody would go, Oy! and then it would go around and continue. And if one section in the crowd stopped, then everybody else would go, boo, yeah? So you have to continue the Mexican wave right through around the stadium. And it's really quite amazing to see the color because people stand up, sit down, stand up, and it's like a wave. It's like a, a, the water, but it's all arms or flags going through. And with the sun is shining as these... Uh, football matches for the World Cup are usually played in bright sunshine. It's really, really colourful. So the Mexican wave. Watch out for it the next time you're watching a football match. To take French leave. Well, what does this mean? Well, to take French leave actually refers to English people, yeah? Because uh, the the French took this habit from the English, or so the, the, the records would show. And to take French leave means you just get up, and leave a party or leave a dinner when you've lost interest or you don't want to, to continue talking to people. You just leave without apologizing or say goodbye to anybody. You just walk out. So we call it to take French leave. But in actual fact, the French took this habit from the English and the English used to do this. OK, so it's just taking French leave. OK, but it in fact reflects on the English people. So no insult to my French listeners and viewers, but it's it's all about the English. So when we get up, leave a party or leave a celebration without saying goodbye to the hosts or without apologizing, we just walk out. We say somebody has taken French leave. Next, Spanish practices. Well, Spanish practices are to do with work practices. They're to do with work practices that benefit the employees more than they benefit the employers. Okay, So often these are negotiations of terms between unions and um, employers to get the best uh, for the em employees. And these are old, old practices that have been in place for many, many years. So they're referred to as 
Spanish practices. And uh, in the modern world where unions seem to be losing power, then the use of this expression has sort of died away. But when you look in the, the history books, you will see reference to Spanish practices. And as I said, they're those practices that favour or uh, are weighed in favour of the employees rather than the employers. It could be to do with tea breaks, that there definitely has to be a tea break in the morning and definitely has to be a tea break in the afternoon, or if employees work more than 35 hours in the week that they're entitled to additional time off in lieu of those additional hours that they have worked. So these are Spanish practices or practices that benefit those employees. And then lastly, uh, Russian roulette. Now, if I'm, my memory is right, and if you um, have seen the movie The Deer Hunter, and if you haven't, you can watch it. It's sad, but it's a really, really good movie. They play a game of Russian roulette. It's uh, in this. It's all about uh, veterans of the um, of some of the uh, American wars and uh, about their their problems and their hang-ups. So, a game of Russian roulette is where you have a a revolver, a gun, and you put one bullet in the chamber and the other five or six are empty and then people take it in turn, they okay, and the unfortunate person is going to shoot himself. And that's Russian roulette. Now, not advocating that anybody should try that, but we use the expression like a game of Russian roulette if you're not quite sure what's going to happen. If you're going to take a risk or to take a chance and you don't know what the outcome is going to be, you say, well, this is a bit like Russian roulette. I'm not quite sure. Is this going to work or is it going to literally blow up my face? So I prefer not to take the risk. So it's a little bit like Russian roulette. So as I said, if you want to watch the, the movie The Deer Hunter, you'll certainly enjoy it, but they do definitely uh, make reference to and play that game for quite a, a while in the movie. Okay, so life is a game of Russian roulette or dealing with these people uh, is a game of Russian roulette. We're not really sure what they're going to do. We're not going to sure they're going to support us or we're not, we're not sure whether they're going to be against us. It, it can be um, hit and miss. We're not really, really sure. Okay, so there are idioms in relation to nationalities. Okay, so lots of different nationalities mentioned, Dutch, Spanish, French, Mexican, and even uh, Russian. Okay, so you can enjoy those. And if you know anybody who will enjoy the podcast, well, as I said, you can give them my contact details, which are www.com. EnglishLessonViaSkype.com. I'm always very happy to hear from you, always happy to help you if I can. And if there's anything that you want me to include in the future, well, why don't you drop me a line and let me know and I'll do my best to include it. As always, thanks for listening and join me again soon.